0: The love of the game. It flows through our veins and fills our lungs. It brings us to our feet and sometimes our knees. But behind every thrilling point, there is strength and security. The card Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina members have trusted for over 80 years with the tools and plans to make healthcare easy. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. Live fearless. Proud supporter of fans across North Carolina. I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. It's Tuesday, November 7th. You're tuned in to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. I'm your host, Donald Ware. It is, in fact, Takeaway Tuesday, and we got a lot to get to today on the program. On Takeaway Tuesday, we take a look at some of the key items, if you will, from the previous week's games, meaning Week 10, of the HBCU football season. Of course, you got a couple of conference championship games taking place on Saturday. Mile, or excuse me, it's going to be Tuskegee against the defending SIAC champion Fort Valley State Wildcats. They're going to play that game in Montgomery, Alabama. And then you have the CIAA championship game taking place between Fayetteville State and Virginia State, two unlikely teams, maybe. Uh, when especially when the season started, I think Bowie State was picked to win the Northern Division. Winston-Salem State was picked to win the South. The Rams were the two-time defending CIAA champs. So, yeah, those two, those games, and the games that those two teams played may be part of my Takeaway Tuesday. First for Takeaway Tuesday, um, I'm looking at the game between north carolina central and hampton it was a defensive battle a game in which the eagles the defending miac champions took with a victory 14 to 6 over hampton so what does that mean moving forward in terms of the miac race it means that the winner of that game definitely was going to survive uh in terms of still keeping its hopes alive for the Miac championship, and the loser of that game was pretty much going to be done. And so Hampton is pretty much out of it. They still have something to play for. I mean, the Pirates have had a solid season, and maybe if you had a chance to listen to this past week's from the press box to press row, Connell Maynard, the head football coach of the Pirates, was on the show. And, it, it I mean, that was a really good game, a really uh, great defensive battle uh, in Hampton. And the Pirates could not pull it out. And so the Eagles, again, remember, the Eagles have one loss in conference play. As I've been saying for the last three or four weeks, the MEAC champion is going to have zero losses or one loss. And that is definitely going to come to fruition, especially that a t was able to get past Norfolk State uh, 35-7. to And next up for the Aggies is going to be Savannah State. Uh, unfortunately for the Tigers, they're coming to Aggie Stadium. They have won two straight games, but AT's not going to lose that game to Savannah State. So that means the matchup between AT and North Carolina Central for the second straight year could, in essence, be the outright MEAC championship. Now, with that being said, there is one team that still is in the hunt for the MEAC championship. Also, besides AT and North Carolina Central, and that is Howard. Howard has won four straight games. They defeated Florida A&M 37-26. So next up for the Bison is Norfolk State. Norfolk State's not a bad team. Uh, The Spartans have to travel to Washington. Um, I think this is a game that Howard comes away with, and then the last game for Howard will be at Hampton. And so, listen. This Miac race isn't over. It's basically a three-team race as it stands right now. I think, uh, I think A has secured a postseason berth. Whether that's in the Celebration Bowl with an outright Mi'ak, ch- well, it didn't have to be an outright. But if they, you know, if there's some t- some kind of tiebreaker situation. Um, let's say there is a some kind of tiebreaker situation. Uh, you, you know, at this point, I don't know if there really can be. And the reason I say that is because, remember, Central beat Howard. So let's just say Howard wins out. Let's say Central wins this weekend. Central's got a tough game. You know, they, they, they've got to play Bethune-Cookman. That's not an easy win. Bethune-Cookman is a good team. But let's just say um, – let's say Central wins against Bethune-Cookman, and then let's say the next week Central beats a and and then Howard wins out, and they only have one loss. So you have three teams with one loss. Then at that point, you go head-to-head. A&T and Howard did not play this year. Meanwhile, Central beat Howard. So I, 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 you know, I don't know for sure, but I'm thinking it probably would mean that the Eagles – would I think the three teams would tie? They would for the Miac Championship, but the team that may represent the Miac would be Central because of the head-to-head win against Howard. I don't know that for sure, but that's just sort of my thought process. So takeaway one is the Miac race, and more specifically, Central defeating Hampton, fourteen to six. Central uh, keeps its hopes alive. Meanwhile, Hampton is uh, really pretty much done. Uh, another takeaway was uh, Tuskegee in miles, Tuskegee 50, miles 20. Wasn't it about f- four or five weeks ago I was saying, boy, Tuskegee just it doesn't seem like they can really score any points. They've been struggling. Well, guess what? Tuskegee has won six straight ball games, and in the Golden Tigers last week, Four ball games. They've scored 145 points. So, Willie Slater and the uh, Tigers have definitely figured it out. Um, they're averaging almost uh, thir- a little bit more than 36 points per game in their last four games, which is absolutely phenomenal considering where Tuskegee started. And they were able to beat a pretty solid Miles team pretty soundly. You know, one of the guys we haven't talked about a lot. He's a boxer All-American from last year. He's had a really good season. Is Osban Thompson, the linebacker for Tuskegee. He's very, very good. Look at these numbers. 117 tackles, 74 of those solo, five and a half tackles for loss. He also has four interceptions on the season. I mean, this is a young man that has the potential to play next level, and we just haven't talked about him a whole lot. This year, But he's had a whale of a season. He's sort of had one of those uh, seasons where the numbers are great in Tuskegee. Tuskegee's defense hasn't been – it's good, but it hasn't been dominating like it had been the last couple of years. But Thompson's the leader. He's the unquestioned leader of that defense, and the numbers, I think, bear that out. So that's takeaway number two is that Tuskegee able to defeat Miles. uh, This game, the last couple of years, has really determined – you know, who represents the West in the SIAC. And Tuskegee just dominated Miles 50-20, to 20, and they move on to win the, uh, the Western Division and they're going to face Fort Valley State in the SIAC championship. Takeaway number three, Virginia State 40, Virginia Union 39. What a football game in Petersburg, one in which Virginia State had to pull it out. The Trojans remain undefeated. And they, go, they They haven't been, the Trojans haven't been to the uh, CIAA championship game. My memory serves me correctly, 2010 when they lost to Shaw in the CIAA championship game. So, you know, Reggie Barlow's got those guys playing very well. You look at a guy like a Trenton Cannon, the running back, he's absolutely tremendous. Uh, and Virginia Union, you know, was right there but couldn't quite get it done. So it also means that Bowie State is out of the mix as well, but with Bowie State, I mean, it, we must make mention of the North Carolina Mutual Boxer Row National Player of the Week, and that is Robert Chesson, the running back for Bowie State. 20 carries, 304 yards, seven rushing touchdowns, had another receiving touchdown, 64 points in the game. Um, as they, you know, meaning Elizabeth or uh, Bowie State thwarted Elizabeth City State 77-21, to 21, but no, uh, no Northern Division championship for Bowie State. Instead, it goes to Virginia State, who ekes out a victory over Virginia Union. And that is takeaway number three today on Takeaway Tuesday. So those are the takeaways that I had from the week that was week 10 of the HBCU football season. And, uh, you know, we had a chance again to catch up with Robert Chesson. You can listen to that interview right here on our website at BoxToRow.com. And I'm going to catch up with you guys a little bit later on in the week as I will preview the BoxToRow National Game of the Week. Haven't picked it yet. Again, you got two conference championship games. Uh, you have the the North Carolina Central Bethune-Cookman game. That's a pretty big game. So you got a couple of games that are taking place this weekend. Later on in the week, I'm going to preview those games. So check me out a little bit later on in the week right here on the Boxer Row HBCU Football Podcast. Talk him. with you later. So I heal her in the DM. Oh, I, yeah, I see him. Yeah, this your man. I hate to be him. It goes down in the DM. It goes down. Go down in the DM.